Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to another episode of That's Law Podcast. I'm your host, McCoody Lee, along with my co-host. What's up, everybody? It's DJ Schemes, That's Law Podcast. You know what it is. We keep on bringing you good-ass guests, some good content. And I'm very proud of this gentleman here, man. This guy has done it from the DMV to Hollywood to all over the country. Like, to know somebody from when they first started and to see how far they could take it in their path is crazy. So I want to say congrats to that. And I want to introduce my man, the one and only Jay Murphy. What's up, bro? What's, What's up, up, baby? Murphy, Listen, what's happening? What's good? What's good? This guy is one of the hardest working guys I know, man. I appreciate that, that, It's crazy how you use your platform to create, use your platform to get where you are at in life, but you're not just somebody's DJ. You're a performer. Yeah. You can go into other places and, and, and do events. And it's like, the sky's the limit. That's what I see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I agree, bro. I definitely agree, man. So so let the audience know, you know, that's what audience know who you are. Exactly. And, and, yeah. and, okay. Well, one of the things. Right. You just, give, just give them the, give give them the one sheet. Yeah, the give one them the one sheet. Okay. Right. Jay Murphy, Howard University alum, class of 2012, Johnny Johnson School of Communications. Hey, you. Okay. Um, shortly after... Graduating, I ended up relocating to Los Angeles at the end of 2012. The, cra- the crazy thing is, tomorrow marks me being in LA for five years. Really? Damn! I left, Our I left time DC. is crazy. Yeah. I left DC December 11th, 2012. Wow. Tomorrow is December 11, 2017. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. crazy. So this is this is wow. this is actually a crazy yeah. moment to right. really wow. you know. So um, prior to me relocating, I would I had the opportunity to do the BT Music Matters tour with Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, what um, Kendrick was that though? Just, just for the audience. This what is Kendrick? the Kendrick before Good Kid, Mad City. Okay. Okay. This so is Texan. This is uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Section this, That's yeah, that yeah, Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. You know, with, okay. the, with the with the curly with the curly. No, no, I got you. Yeah, yeah. This is showing that. Yeah, that was that was before. Yeah, yeah, that was before that. That was right before it came out. You know, um, so on that tour, I wasn't like a part of any you know official budget or you know what i'm saying oh. so here's a trick bag like me being from virginia and that tour started in norfolk so the promoter that booked the norva for kendrick to be there uh, he booked the northern norfolk and the national in richmond so a lot of times when i was doing undergrad at howard i would always shoot back to the crib right. go see moms and then just you know do whatever college parties out there so yeah. I, I was still heavily connected so when kendrick was coming to town they was like, yo, can you can you host the concert? Can you rock out until Kendrick, you know what I'm saying? Right. Can you do Friday, September? Because originally you started as a host. Yeah. Originally yeah, I started yeah, as a host. Right. Yeah. We're going to touch on that. We're going right. to touch on that too. Right. So so basically I, w- I hosted the Norva on a Friday and I did the National on a Saturday. And I, fin- I finessed my way on that tour. And I did mm. 23 cities. The, after the 20, wow. after 23 cities, the last city. Are you still in school? No, nah, I had just graduated. Oh, so okay. I was hungry. Okay. I wanted it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was hungry. So. The last show was in LA at LA Live at the Nokia Theater at the time. And then I came back and it was Howard Homecoming. That's when Drake, that's when Two Chains brought out Drake. Okay. So that, that was my first alone yeah. homecoming, fresh uh, off of, right. you know what I'm saying? Just hustling. That's and they came to the stadium that night too. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, but like throughout that whole tour, like, bro, like, like I didn't get paid a dime, bro. But I was I'm taking care of. I was going to ask you that. I was going to ask you I that. I was taking care of, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I had frat brothers. Throw me buddy passes so I could get here to get here to get the dinner. Oh, they brought you paying your travel? Nah, bro, they didn't do nothing, oh, bro. Shit. Per diem? Yeah, nothing. Per diem? Like, 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 like my homie Omar Grant, because okay. I came on after the tour was already started. Okay. I mean, after everything was already paid for and everything was just and lined you up. Didn't miss a city. N- 
I, I didn't miss a city. I did twenty. I did twenty. I, I did twenty three cities, bro. That's With crazy. no bag. No bag. Damn. That's Thug crazy. It in. Fresh out. Fresh out of Howard. Like nigga, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get on somehow. Yeah. And at the same time. 106 and Park was doing the, still doing a search or whatever. Right, right. So I was just trying, you know what I'm saying? I was just trying to figure out, get in, how I fit in. Right. Make a long story short, I ended up, um, my boy at the time, my boy Video Chris, he was uh, working with Puff. He was on trial being his cinematographer. And then he ended up being hired. And then he got relocated to Los Angeles. And my boy Chris was like, yo, you fresh out of school. This could be a great opportunity for you to be in LA. Think about it. Just pull up on me. You could crash with me. Mm. Oh, figure okay. it out. Thought about it. Visited him at the Lamontros in, in uh, West Hollywood. I moved to L.A. on December 11, 2012. Cool, cool. That's, that's, crazy. That's, that's a so crazy story, so man. Now, so now 2012 and beyond, I've, I've, uh, I've been able to just captivate the nightlife scene in, in Los Angeles. And I've also been able to work with artists such as Problem, uh, Eric Bellinger, French Montana. And um, most recently, my last three-year gig, I DJ. Right. Um, for Jason Derulo. We, we, we gonna get all that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, can, yeah. can I take it back? That, that's the second. one sheet. That's the yeah. you got That's you got the it. one sheet. I'm gonna take it back for one second though. How, so you 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 coming out the uh, uh, seven five seven? Yeah. Um, how did you decide on Howard? Cause that's a big as opposed to Norfolk and Hampton, right? Right. And what was your experience like there at Howard? Cause that's where you got started, so, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I might yeah. Have yeah. No, big facts, big facts. So, basically, VA. <laughs> I love Virginia. Virginia, Virginia is a trap, bro. Like you can get, you can, bro. You can, you can graduate. You can right. go to whatever college. You can get a good, decent job and right. and, and, and find you a lady right. and really just find you. A you know lady. what I'm saying? Right. Get stuck. When I say right. get stuck, it's like you can really get stuck there. You right. know what I'm saying? Like it's okay. comfortable. Families there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you can. Get, so for me, and I'm my only child, by the way. Okay. I wanted to get out of Virginia. Okay. Still kind you of knew close that. enough. You knew my that. dad wanted me to go to Hampton. Okay. My dad wanted me to go to UVA. I applied to UVA just for the sake Charles of my dad. You know you. what I'm saying? Because mm. he did a residency to, there for his doctorate. So I applied to Howard. So you people's got their PhD. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I went to um, I applied to Howard early action because mm-hmm. I was on it. Because you I did know. I did a visit and everything. I was like I felt like this is where I needed okay. to be. And I was I was accepted before. Before I was, I graduated from high school in 2006. I mean 2007. I was accepting in 06 before okay. Christmas. And <laughs> <laughs> And you stopped. And you stopped. Yeah, I graduated. I graduated number. No, seven. I'm saying you stopped applying. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. After that, after that, after that, I graduated number seven in my in my in my graduating class from high school, and I was I knew that's where I wanted to be, bro. Mm-hmm. And so Howard is definitely a groundbreaking, uh, to say a fertile soil space. For anybody to really blossom, whether it's right. entertainment, whether it's business, law, right. whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I appreciate, even as an alum now, five years later after graduating, I still appreciate the undergrad experience that I had because that really shaped my scope of thinking, my way of 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 execution, you know, mm. and action and connecting dots. Cause this all this whole life is right. a game of connecting dots. That's all it is, you know right. what I'm saying? So um, originally at Howard, like I was, um, I wanted to study computer science, bro. Okay. I had a thing for computers and, and just science, and like I took my first coding class. It was cool. You just had to really learn the basics. But I was like, I'm like, damn, am I about to be doing coding and doing this for the rest of my <laughs> Howard <laughs> career? Yeah. Like, like, is this is this college, nigga? Like. <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm on collegeport.com trying to soul search and find what I wanted to do. And so many people was like, yo, maybe you should go to school to see. And so I, I changed my major um, to broadcast journalism. Right. And 
Um, I was in school of communications, and that gave me more so the curriculum of how to um, report news, how to Mm. make a news package, and you know what I'm saying, and just the whole essence and significance of journalism as a whole. Okay. I was able to grasp that, and I was always I was always a great writer in school. Like I was always always got A in English. Like Mm. you know what I'm saying. So, being in that space, I actually wanted to create another space, and I wanted to be uh, camera ready and stage ready and uh, red carpet ready. And so this what is I, early social media early. days, too. Early! When Twitter was cracking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah, only Facebook yeah, and Twitter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, Twitter wasn't even on your phone like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Blackberries and all of that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, I I started hosting a lot of the social undergrad events on campus. Mm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Were so, you doing that for a bag or no? It, it turned into a, a little bit. No, what I mean, I'm yeah, it turned into so a, people know, like, you don't get money. No, nah, you don't. Right. It, it, yeah. You got to kind of, you got to build your equity within yourself for you to really, you know what I'm saying? Right. Your That's value, right. you know? So, like, I went from, like, hosting pageants to, like, like a comedy and talent showcase in Blackburn. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to do a pep rally in Bird Gymnasium. Damn. And then that led to, you know, me doing Yard Fest in the beginning you know what I'm saying? Before Angie and Quick or whoever showed up right. for Yard Fest, you know, like like my steps of of really trying to build my just, this was for me. Like I wasn't doing it for nobody else. And I wasn't even trying to be famous. I was right. like, man, yeah, I'm in broadcast journalism. I'm trying to do this mm-hmm. E night news, 106 and Park, Terrence J vibe when I get out. Right. So I gotta I gotta get ready. You know what I'm saying? And it blossomed to something way, way, way more different. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like that wasn't my initial that that was my initial reason of wanting to be like I just wanted to be in my bag. You know what I'm saying? And bro, like the the student body president, Nicholas Owen at the time, he gave me the title uh, the voice of Howard University, and I ran mm. with him. Cool. That's where that came from. I didn't exactly. make that up. Somebody gave it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And like, then I, I I was able to pledge Kappa Alpha Psi. You okay. know what I'm saying. And that opened up a whole bunch of other doors for me to to, to travel and to go host other step shows okay. at other schools and do Greek picnic right. and all of that stuff. Like 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 what I built. For myself and for my name, while I was at while I was an undergrad, it opened up so many other doors. In addition to me still studying the curriculum of broadcast journalism. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, dope. that's dope. That's dope, super dope. dope. And shout out to you, I remember from your early days at DC Weekly, uh, Internet Radio. Yeah, D- yeah, 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 Lee DC, yeah. all of that. Yeah, Lee DC. Yeah, yeah Lee DC. Yeah, man. Right. Yeah, yeah, man. So, how easy or difficult is it to gain traction in your career path, man? Like, like. What what are some difficulties? Because it sound yeah, because it sound like you you had a, a different way of doing it. But yeah, what was what would you say was the most difficult part as, as as far as even up to now? But for you going through all of it, I say the difficult part is the in between stage, mm-hmm. the stage of where you know you got it, but the people that you gotta make make them know mm-hmm. that you got it. That's the in between stage. Okay. Like prime example, like <laughs> I used to like be under DJ Money. Like when I was like a oh freshman my and sophomore. God. Oh my god. Like yo, right. we just had him last week. Like like yeah, that, that's my that's he and Joe Berg right now. He's in South Africa. Yeah, like, yeah, we right. yeah, earlier. Right. So when love, remember love nightclub yeah. days, bro. Oh. Like, DC got some moments, bro. Right. I can't oh, stay away. That's why I'm here <laughs> right now. So I know, what was your favorite love moment? I want to see if it matches. Oh my god, I don't know. That's okay. So many. many, so many, too many, bro. Oh my god, that was just like heaven for a college student, bro. Okay. Like three floors of heaven, bro. Just okay. walking around. Five thousand. But basically, 20. when I was when I before I was getting my start because I got my 
I, for people that don't know, I got my start um, really on campus, but I was hustling for a small bag off campus. Mm. I was hosting parties, right. doing your fur nightclubs, right. doing your visas, doing your love nightclubs. You quickly you know, integrated yourself yeah, into yeah, the city. It was, there's, a, it was, there's a lot of students that go to Howard yeah, and never integrate themselves. No, nah, I was I was out city. here heavy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. In the club before I was 21. Like, right. like the, you know okay. what I'm saying? So me being under DJ Money, a lot of times, like, I would want to get on a mic, and it was his show, mm-hmm. and it was just like, it was that in between stage of of him not knowing. I knew I knew how to talk my shit on the mic. Mm-hmm. I knew how to rock. <laughs> in that one in that moment, he just felt comfortable. It passed me the mic. Right. It was on. And so from ever ever since then, like when you're able to show and prove, you just gotta be ready. Mm-hmm. And the hardest part is waiting. Right. And not being impatient and ready to throw in a towel because the in-between stage could be five days to five months to five years bro facts facts you know what i'm saying and it's just like you got to be on a certain frequency like it's gonna happen Mm. and that's it you got to go to sleep knowing it's gonna happen you got to wake up knowing it's gonna happen however guys will happen for you you just got to know that a lot of people they get stuck in it being instantaneous or it being like we're in a microwave generation you press a button boom right. you know what i'm saying like no nigga i got a million followers <laughs> no why, nigga why you, you know what i'm saying and it also it also comes down I, I i i was talking about this like the other day to somebody like yo people be talking about networking and like you should be going out meeting people like like you like i've been in rooms with like more than a billion dollars worth and it's just like you gotta really know how to room full of vultures. Like you gotta know, <laughs> you gotta know how to crack a weak ass joke. You know what I'm saying? That may not be funny to you, but you know somebody gonna laugh at it just to break the ice. Like <laughs> right. you got, it's it's an art of really positioning yourself and captivating your audience, whether it's five people or five hundred people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And when I say connected dots and networking, that is prime. That like relationship building is prime, and I've been able to do that. Like you said, as I integrated NDC, still being. Uh, Howard student and when people wanted to do certain stuff around Howard I was always the name of conversation because my integration I was like the liaison from DC to Howard University community you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so like you gotta live in that in-between stage and just know you uh, just, know, just like just like a nigga growing dreads like my dreads won't like this <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> like they had to lock but I had to rock that in-between stage so that in-between stage is the hardest part bro cool that's dope that's dope man that's dope so when you decided, so how difficult was it for you to decide to leave these or the East Coast? Period, man. Because you knew you wasn't. It sounded like you knew you wasn't going back to Virginia, right? Yeah, I wasn't going back. Right, man. I wasn't so, going back to. So why man. LA as opposed to Miami, Atlanta, New York? Like why? You, you know, know, you know, it's crazy. Uh, a lot of times, a lot of Houston, major shit. Houston, a, a lot of major <laughs> cities, a lot of major cities are trendy for, um, for a season. For, okay. for the industry season. Right. Like, you remember back in, like, 2010, everybody was, like, in New York? Right. Like, or like everybody, like, a lot of Howard alum, like, mad people, right. like, 2010, 2011, like, mad people were just, like, New York was just buzzing hard. Okay. And then closely, as I was graduating, Atlanta was buzzing hard. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so, I think Atlanta still it's still, still buzzing. It's yeah. still buzzing. Yeah, but, but, and New York is but, still too. So I, I say that to say I was my my options after school, after that tour. Right. I was either going to be four places: New York, Atlanta, Miami, or Los Angeles. Okay. 
And I remember you getting a job at K West. You you never I was started. About, I was about to I was about to I was about to touch I was about to touch on that. I was about to touch on that. <laughs> so we can touch on it now. I was interning with Angie for like two years. Mm. I was interning like Angie Angie on the mic. Angie Angie on the mic. Big sis forever for life. And so my supervised internship ended and that was like my final school of C credit that I needed to graduate. Okay. And so I was in a barbershop, like right there on Georgia Ave. And I got offered, like I was getting the edge up, Drez was done, I was getting the edge up, about to graduate the next day. And then Nikki House called me, the program director at the time, and she offered me a job as a board operator, on-air and a board operator. So I actually was working with KYS. I wasn't on-air yet. Okay. I was still learning the boards. Okay. And I was I was, I was was thugging early in the morning, learning to work the boards for Russ Parr. Okay. Mm, heavy. Okay. I was doing, you know what I'm saying? I was really, I was really in that. Right. And also, let I want to go ahead and open this door while I'm touching on KYS. Um, I had the key card. I had access. And so, in in 2011, I wasn't telling nobody, but I I was I was already learning how to DJ. Mm. I was already learning how to DJ. I felt like I felt like all right, cool. Like hosting's cool, and a lot of times I will always hear like two of my my two of my line brothers will be like, "Yo, you just need to learn how to DJ. Like you just need to expand." Mm. And I was like, "Nah, I'm good. I, I like the mic in my hand. I like you know what I'm saying. I'm good." But I realized that you know expanding your arsenal is you know that's 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 mass destruction if you know what you're doing. Right. You know, so um, I was learning how to DJ, and then like money and quick and analyze they would show me little things here and there but slowly and surely i was on craigslist buying 1200 techniques not mm-hmm. cdj buying mixer serato but only it's sl1 was out that's that it time. it was no it was, it was nothing the first no, model scratch live was oh my god yeah. you know what i'm saying like i was collect collecting everything and i was like all right i'm gonna just learn how to do this and so, you know what i'm saying so the crazy thing is this is what people don't know that when i started djing halfway through the kendrick tour mm-hmm. I was just the host for the tour. Right. Omar Grant, the, the BT uh, Music Matters tour manager, asked me, could I play some tunes because they didn't have a house DJ. Mm. I think this was in Denver or something. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I could play. Right. Back in my mind, I'm like, nigga, if I mess up, I know how to host. Right, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Right. And like, I did it. And then I ended up DJing like the last 10, 11 shows that, that I was a part of right. out of the 23 cities that I did. And that was my my first time physically DJing was okay. on a Kendrick Lamar tour. <laughs> Once again, go back. All this was free. For free. Right. I'm mm. just sort of For audience. Right. No, this was part of For the grind. Right. 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 For right. free. You know right. what I'm saying? So. Um, but you're seeing, you're being seen in front of thousands. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so when that happened, I was just like, damn, like. I, I was ahead of my time saying I knew I needed to know how to DJ before that opportunity even happened. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? So that's that that was just a crazy that was a that was a crazy space for me. Um but yeah, just having that having that experience at KYS definitely opened up a lot of uh a lot of uh opportunity for me to gain a lot of more knowledge that I already knew um prior when I was interning, but being on the other side and not being an intern, mm-hmm. you know, you learn you learn more as the, mm-hmm. the ins and outs, but um what was the, what was the question that about LA, about LA yeah, so, so, so because like at so this point I was I was working with KYS right for like a month and a half bro like a month and a half like I got hired and I didn't really start working until like August mm. and then I went on that tour mm. oh back, okay I went on that tour that's that's how it went I went on that tour I started working in KYS in August 
And then those Kendrick Lamar dates were September 9th and September 10th. I remember them like like yesterday, bro. Mm. And the crazy thing is, I got a funny story. I went around the corner on 18th Street and I got a passport because I saw that they was going to Toronto. Like I knew I was gonna finesse my way. <laughs> oh, you had a passport. Okay. Three hundred thirty dollars. I like, man, run it, bro. I, right. I, I, and I and I went. Right. Like I, I performed at Sound Academy in, in, in Toronto. On, with the, Damn. With the yeah, bro. Like I I just knew it. You know what I'm right. saying? I got you. And so I, when I but got you was also ready. Yeah. The passport. Yeah. Right. You had you have to be ready. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even when you don't know. And so I got off that tour and I still had a job. I still mm-hmm. had a job. I got off the tour and then when my boy was like, Puff is relocating me to LA to help him start Revolt, mm-hmm. that's when I left KYS. Yeah, but then how did you feel so confident? Like, you know what? I'm going to go to LA. Because you say you went to go visit him, but what about LA you was like, yeah, this is where I need to be, yeah, just like how you knew you were going to Toronto. So, <laughs> so, even though the 106 and Park uh, search for the next host was kind of going on, Revolt was a brand new network. Mm. Yes. And I wanted to be a part of it. Okay. I, I mean, that was just another opportunity as a fresh alum. Like, okay, cool. Like, this is in it your is field. It is puff. You know, it's puff. When did Revolt start? It started, they started building it in like 2012. Okay. It, it yeah, didn't really okay. launch until like the end of 13, going into okay. 14. Okay. okay. But I wanted to be a part of it. And I, I felt like that was a brand new opportunity. The reason I moved to LA was mainly for Revolt. Okay. And it didn't even work out. Mm. Right. Okay. It didn't even work out. I got I got down to like the last twenty finalists of being a part of it, like I, being like a media correspondent. That was the position, right. being a media correspondent. And, and who won the one hundred and six Park Search? I can't. Um, I mean, they went from like four. They yeah, different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bow Wow. Short, shorty, Paige Young, <laughs> Bow Wow, and Keisha. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't so, worry about it. So, but the crazy thing is, it's like when I said when I say when you know. It's going to happen, and you just don't know how it's going to happen. Right. You just got to be ready. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I was in the in-between stage for a while. I was right. hustling in the clubs in L.A. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I was getting integrated into the city. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, think about a lot of DJs in L.A., they're not vocal. Mm. Right. So that was my win. Right. So I sometimes I would get booked to host or get, get booked to open and then host with the headliner. Right. You know what I'm saying? The, um, your frat was a promote, big promoter. Is a big promoter out there, correct? Johnny Cruz. See? Okay. Another so, so strong connector let's, in the dots. Let's let's, okay. let's let's talk about that. Yeah. So basically, um, my first my first time I went to supper club was in my first week. Tay James was DJing. Mm, my friend. Hit him up. Mm. Like yo, I'm in town. Justin Bieber's DJ. Yeah, I know you Justin Bieber's DJ. Hit him up. I'm like yo, I'm about to pull up on you. He was like, all right, cool. Blake Blake Kelly's here. We got a table. Cool. So I'm partying. Come to find out, I partnered on a party named Johnny Cruz. Is a new. Mm-hmm. I'm a new. Right. So I pull up on him. I'm drunk, right? I pull up on him. I'm drunk. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo. Talk I'm like, I just, I just, I just moved out here. Blah, 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 blah. He's like, I'm a new from Howard, Spring 10. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, you know the name of the line from Spring 92? And I was like, nigga, you trying to charge me, dog? Right, like, I ain't mad. But I, I, I respectfully, right. I was like, I was like 20 convicted felons. You know right. what I'm saying? He's like, all right, cool. Got his number, blah, 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 blah. Took me out to eat. He told me that. My profiles from 92 at Howard, mm-hmm. it was like five or six or seven of them are from L.A. Okay. When they moved, when they went to L.A. on summer break and they met the noops from UCLA, okay. he was one of them. And okay. they flew him. So he went at UCLA? Yeah, he went okay. to UCLA. Okay. They flew him and like four of his line brothers to Howard Homecoming in 93. Okay. Mm. Set him out the whole weekend. 
that he I'm was sure this he, is bad he was like not, right. oh my right. god right. yes three he was like and that was the first time Johnny Cruz had seen Wu Tang he never heard of Wu Tang never seen Wu Tang you know what I'm saying and he was like he was like this he like he like you're fragile oh my god I never even heard of Wu Tang Bro, so basically he was like, yo, your pro fights, your older frat brothers took care of me. You just got it, L.A. I got you. I'm going to hold you okay. down. That next Tuesday, I opened that Suburb Club on Christmas okay. night. Mm. Christmas night. That was my second time. One no, I can't work on that Christmas. Was, that was my One no, I can't work on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that was my second. That was my second week being in L.A., sleeping on an air mattress with a hole in it. Mm. At my boy crib. So damn, wasn't no in it for real. The fact that wasn't no in it. You you had to, you had to blow it up, and then by the time you woke up, you was like almost on the floor. Don't get it, don't get it. I'm keeping G with my niggas. I'm keeping G. Don't get it. If you get a joint, you gotta go to her house. Oh my gosh. And you had to. Yeah. I had I had to come up on a few. You know what I'm saying? Holy shit. You had to finesse the block, bro. But you you really had to grind to get you. You had to. Mm-hmm. Bro, like yeah. it, it's really like people people don't really understand the level of dedication, sacrifice. commitment, and sac- sacrifice that you gotta put into it. Like you gotta risk, so you gotta risk it all. So yeah, yeah, you had to risk it all. And so so the revolt thing didn't work out, but I was able to still bounce back. Mm. Right. You know what I'm saying? And build my name in LA and so forth. And and that and that presence that I built. In LA, just in the clubs, that got me integrated with the artists. Mm, right, right. Cause yeah, like, we about that. That nigga right. nice. Yeah. That nigga rocking. That where's that nigga from? You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, right. uh, so they start yeah, recognizing. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. It, over time, it was just like it was a voice that was always heard. Are you life. claiming DC or Virginia this time? I'm just curious. Are Am I claiming? I got a. I, I can. I here's the thing. I'm from Virginia. I have a Virginia driver's license. Okay. You know what I'm saying? My right. my dad, my dad and my mom are still in Virginia. Right. My dad church is in Virginia. I'm a PK by the way. My dad's okay. a pastor. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm always in Virginia because that's where I was that's where I was right. raised. But career wise, college wise, I still claim DC. No, I was wondering because if you tell somebody I'm from Ch- where that nigga from, he from Chesapeake. What? Where that? They might. Where, everybody, where, everybody, everybody in LA think I'm from DC. Okay, yeah, that's what. That's, I that's what's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Okay, everybody. I so. And it's I, crazy I because so. it's crazy because the platform that I had at Howard doing Yard Fest and doing all of the like like I would do Yard Fest and then like it'd be random concerts at the Fillmore 9:30 Club that right. I would be a part of. I would be hosting and everything, and people always kind of like when you perform, you gotta leave an impression on on people, Facts. bro. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just, just you gotta be yourself. It's like, cause people can look at a gimmick, and look at a fake, and look at a fraud, like right. on site. But just the relationships and the dots I connected that followed me to LA. So when I got to LA and people that were from the area or saw me or just came and visited, and they saw me DJ, and they was like, "Yo, this this kid is moving." Mm. You know what I'm saying? So. And then I, and then that started to build, and then how how did we get to? Cause you said you've been doing tour DJing for Jason Derulo for the last three years. How did you get to that point? Cause now they're recognizing you, but what was the first step? And then, then eventually, you started fucking with Jason Derulo. So, um, I I was working with Problem and I was working with Eric Bellinger. We did it. We did this. We did the separation tour. Okay. Um, and shout out to Eric Bellinger, man. Eric Bellinger's great yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, great, great. He's fucking with my man Facet. We gotta yeah, get man. Eric on the show. Eric man. He is, fucking that's with Facet. That's my guy, bro. That's my guy. Great, great person, bro. Bit like. A real big brother, like for married me. to the good sister. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's just, it's just, it don't get no perfect to that. You know what I'm saying. 
But I was working with a problem, and, and Eric was on the tour, and then when Eric started doing his tours, he picked me up. So I was working with a rapper and an R&B singer, both right. from Compton at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, I was their go-to DJ. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, I was actually, I was actually, uh, bro, I was in rehearsal with Problem, getting ready for a 420 show, an annual 420 show that he does. And I got a DM from Jason Drulo's music director. Mm. Are you serious? Chuck E.G. Damn. And it was like a screenshot of a, a note, a memo on, on an iPhone. And it was just like, yo, I'm looking for a DJ um, for Jason Derulo. De- Jason Derulo, let me know if you're interested. I'm his music director. Chucky G just hit me up. And so I Were you my... real familiar with uh, Jason Derulo nah. at the time? I, I mean, I knew who he was. Yeah, but his music. Yeah, I knew who he was. And so I had my boy hit up. I had my boy hit Chucky up just to check legitimacy. That was like on a Wednesday. Mm. It was April 2015. Like I had to audition at Third Encore Studios in Burbank, California, on that Sunday. Okay. And like I had to just, I just had to DJ. I had to DJ like some pop stuff. Some and then talking to Mike format, stuff. top 40, and talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Be vocal. You know what I'm saying? And the rest is history. Bro. <laughs> Damn. So it started from a DM. Once again, ladies and gentlemen. Look at them DMs. <laughs> you, and you got to be ready, bro. Right, you got to be gotta ready. You got to be ready. Right. That's crazy because at the same time, Eric was actually doing his first European run. Mm. And I was trying to figure out how I could get out there because they wanted me to come. But I wasn't in town before they left. Right. So he's just doing like four or five cities over there in Europe. And I was I was so tight. But if I would have been with you, if I would have been over there with Eric, I might have not been right. able to. I got you. Audition for Jason. And Jason and low key, no, no, no disrespect to Eric. Jason fan base is crazy Man, low Jason, key, what? like crazy. I was just, I, I was gonna speak to that because like, there's a lot of people like, I'm gonna keep it real. I know who Jason Derulo is. Yeah. I can't name five of his records. Mm. I know he's huge though. Right. I know he's huge. Yeah. But even at this time, did we know he was gonna be this huge? No. No. We no. didn't. So no, that's really didn't. a leap of faith. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because we knew, is, all right, he was a little bit more known than Eric at the time, but right. we didn't know he was gonna blow up like that. More like. Yeah, bro. It's, How's he described? Is he is he more like a top forty artist? He's a top forty. Yeah, 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 he's top yeah. forty. He's uh, he's not really an R and B. Hey, but the crazy thing is, like, <laughs> he can blow, bro. He no, I'm not disputing that. He got no. He got he got vocal vocals. He got mm-hmm. like right. I tell people all the time, like like I don't want. I'm not saying that he's just is token. He is a very smart. Black man, might I add, he's Haitian. A lot of people don't. Oh, know for that. real? Yes, he's Haitian. Oh, shit, he's old. Okay. Saying, like, he wouldn't even. He told me one time he wouldn't even speak in English till he was like four, bro. Mm. Where's he from? He's from. He's from Haiti. Miami. Oh, no, no, oh, no. no that's yeah, but no, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I should have still known he was from Miami. He was speaking full English until like he was five. He was, wow. You know what I'm saying? Still right. speaking Creole. Yeah. Right. So, but like he's. <laughs> I hate to say this, but I always tell people I'm like, Jay. They like, how is he? Is he cool? I'm like, first of all, he's cool as hell. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he's really like a homie, and he's he's not like he's not one of them artists that's just like hard or difficult to be around. Like right. like when it's time to work, it's time to work, and he's gonna always want you to 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 push your level of creativity to the next level. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But outside of that, he's a nigga from Miami. He's a nigga from Miami. It, like he's it, like it don't get no better than a nigga from so, Miami. So so being being that you you did a couple tours and stuff and you've been a lot of not a couple a lot of places you probably got how many 
passports. You I have two passports. Oh. I have two passports right now. That so are both like, active. Because one time we had to submit our one passport for a visa to do another show, mm. and then we had to go to Canada and do another show, and we had passports. So mm, we just so I have two got passports. Two. I have two passports. So what? <laughs> Man, I couldn't even tell you. My name was tattooed up, and you know they don't add pages to your passport no more. Uh-huh. I, I added pages to my to my main my main primary passport that doesn't expire till 20, 2022. Uh-huh. And so I have endless pages but like bro it's it's crazy to say what i'm about to say but it's a blessing to be able to say it i've dj'd on every continent except antarctica mm. and there's no life on antarctica people so they only go there for expedition that's so. crazy like dj on every continent bro every continent except antarctica how old are you i turned 29 in 30 days blessing what's the to you what's the best country you visited and man. what made it the best country man i mean i got i got a i got a great love for dubai because um the culture out there their population is 20 20 percent is from dubai and 80 percent is from the rest of the world mm. so it's just heavily Never cultured over there yeah no, 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 what a miscellaneous you know, fact <laughs> um, i love london so much i right. like I, I i've considered like like getting a spot in london really like, yes for sure what is it about the, london the culture london is like new york city on steroids mm. and it's like it's like the music scene, the culture, the house music. Like it's oh my god, it's it's just a crazy experience. Their mm. their nightlife, like London is like I heard like like seven New York cities can fit in the whole area of Greater what? London. Yes, seven New York cities. London's huge, bro. Yeah. Holy shit, I didn't big. know that. I've never it's been. It's not there. just a city. Like London, been in York? yeah, no. London yeah. is like a whole bro. Like yeah, seven New York cities can fit in London in the Greater Jesus area of London, Christ. Great Britain, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've I've had the opportunity to DJ twice on uh Capital Capital Extra FM, that is uh one of the the urban dance station. Is that um, Tim Westwood? Nah, no? Tim Westwood's there now. He used to be at BBC. Oh, yeah, he's okay. there now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, bro, London is bro. I, if you've never been, experienced London, and and it's just not even about. Just and they got a heavy Jamaican London. population. And I was about right, to touch. Yeah. I was about to touch on that. Like people don't realize that, all of these sounds that you know. Like you hearing from your Drakes and your Rihannas and so forth, what made this sound pop so hard is that, you know, there are a large population of Nigerian immigrant families, Jamaican Im- immigrant families, mm-hmm. and all just all West Indian, Caribbean, Im- Im- African, everything immigrant families in. And that sound that you're hearing, that like, 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 let's talk about, let's talk about uh, Rihanna work. You hear how it's a rhythm, but it's like sauced out. It's mm-hmm. not, it's just not knocking. Right. It's like, doom, 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 doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doom, doom. That's, that's all London. That's London influence from the ends. The ends is the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like bashment, like real, real team, like over there, like they, yeah. and people, people be laughing at like how they sound, like. London niggas with all types of shit. Yeah. Oh no no no, no. yeah no doubt. <laughs> niggas don't like, know yeah, like yeah, gigs, yeah, can't, yeah. gigs can't gigs can't gigs can't da da He can't come to America, bro. Yeah. I had a conversation with him at a festival that we did in uh London V Festival, and that was the same festival that Jay Z was on. Mm-hmm. Like I had a conversation with Gigs backstage, and I was like, "You ever in L A?" He's like, "Come on, man. You know I can't come there." Yeah. Like they, we're working on it, but I was like, "Damn, like this nigga really can't yeah. come to America." 
you know what I'm saying? He's a real OG road man. A road man is a gangster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Recruit, I don't know. Road man. Like, David like, Dad got caught up in some shit over there thinking like, hey, niggas was bro, sweet over there no, before, bro, man. They, they don't, don't play, yeah, bro. Yeah, they don't play. They don't play at yeah. all, dog. Them niggas wild yeah. over there. They don't play in Johannesburg either, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, yeah. They don't you know play in Johannesburg either. But like, them niggas over there is serious. Yeah, <laughs> man. But I, I, I definitely say uh, London is my favorite place, bro. London okay. is my favorite place. Out of everywhere I've been. You got the most beautiful women. We're not even gonna go on that conversation. The women in London, bro. No, in the world. Wait, wait. Oh, in the world that you've been, bro. I'm, I'm still putting my top three in London. Okay. Because okay. it's, it's, it's so much. It's so much. Like, crazy thing is, you know how like, let's say your family's from New Jersey, right. my family's from Texas, his right. family's from California. Right. Just imagine how that is going to school with people that's all from these different states. I now, let's say we're from Europe. Your dad from Spain, my mom from Italy, and your dad from France. Right. And blase, blase, blah, like, like you're like right. <laughs> French, French right. Italian, right. Right. Spanish, you're Spanish, you're Russian, Spaniard, right. you know what I'm saying? So they can integrate yeah, a little bit. Bro, so it's like, nothing, it's crazy. Yeah, it's not like you got to When you get exposed yeah, yeah, to that, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, like, like us flying to Miami is like them flying to France. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like it's it's crazy, yeah. but it's, it's, it's a different, it's a different country. To us, it's a different state. It's a whole different republic right you know what i mean so uh i mean french women are beautiful as well i mean just just anybody just european over there it's it's crazy sweden has white women with black girl asses i promise you Sweden. I was just going to say, sure. Sweden got black girls, but Sweden, you just... Sweden got Sweden. white girls. And they all six feet black. tall for some reason. Yes, I heard. they tall, bro. <laughs> uh, they yeah, create, they say Sweden women are tall as shit. Nah, they say Sweden women are tall as shit for some reason. Yeah, bro. Um, That's crazy. The women in Dubai are beautiful as well. Okay. Yeah. You ever flew a girl to America over to Dubai, man? <laughs> have I ever flew a girl? <laughs> nah, you know what they say when you when I you haven't to Dubai. Girl, but what's crazy is I, I haven't, but it's like when you meet people, people be really intrigued by your energy and they really want to come and see LA. Mm. Like 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 when I be overseas and I meet people and, and they don't know I'm Jason Derulo's DJ or I'm right. just moving around right. with somebody and they, they hear my accent, they're like you're from the states. You're from the yeah. states, yeah. I'm like, yeah, and I say, uh-huh. I, where do you live? And I'm like, L. A. L. A. You live in L. A. You live in L. A. Oh my god, they go crazy. Those three. I can't say I'm from Virginia. No, no, yeah, they know. They know LA, they know DC, and they know New York. Yo. They said LA. 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 I promise you, bro. I'm not lying, dog. I am not lying. They be ready to risk it all. Ready. Ready to risk it all, bro. On site. So, now, for Jay Murphy, because. You've DJed on every continent except for Antarctica. You've been grinding forever. What is the ultimate goal? Cause we didn't even talk about this. You had a, a fucking single that did phenomenal. So we already know you got you in the song side of things and making songs and stuff. What is the ultimate goal for you now? Because it almost seems like before you even 30, you've done so fucking much. So what is the other thing that's gonna drive you to keep going in this music thing? Like what's next? Music. Yeah. And I've been working on a lot of music. So outside of me DJing, Jason Derulo, I'm, I'm a songwriter, okay. an executive producer. You got some credits now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wrote, I, wrote, um, I wrote, um, 
I wrote Viral with Eric Bellinger. Okay. I wrote Focus on You okay. featuring Two Chains with mm-hmm. Eric Bellinger. Okay. Um, I actually wrote a song um, with Jason for David Guetta. I don't know if it's coming out yet. I mean, Guetta okay. hasn't dropped his album yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in studio with like Jason, Guetta, and Detail at the time. I also wrote two songs with Jason this year okay. as he's working on his album. I'm praying they get placed. Right. So um, it's 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 a. Uh, it's a it's a hard space, but it's an in between. Right, right. You don't know, right? But you just gotta but be if ready. That shit crack you know? open, but, oh, and outside of that, me traveling and me connecting dots, like mm-hmm. I'm saying, like meeting these artists and and seeing these artists and being backstage. When I'm at festivals, I'm walking around, I'm running up and like, oh. Uh, Krepton and Cohen in here, you know what I'm saying? Those, those are like big London artists, or right. you know what I'm saying? Like, right. who else is on this bill? Like, hey, oh, you're with an artist that has a huge, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's crazy. If I walk in the room and they're like, oh, that's Jay Murphy, he did it's like the whole climate changes. Yeah, right. oh, come in. You feel me? Right, you know what I'm saying, but it's just like I'm in a space where I'm like, duh. God, you gave me this platform. It's not about just performing all the time. Mm. Right. You gotta build. You really gotta build relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like your name is 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 not even like your name can outweigh your name can outweigh your talent, bro. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. If you put oh, yeah. if you put if you put somebody in a dead situation yeah. or you got an artist, a hundred thousand dollars worth in bookings in like a year, like your name, like is your name and your credibility outweighs your talent. That, and people don't realize that. You could be better than somebody at skill level, but your name and your reputation in the industry outweighs everything, bro. Like, don't burn no bridge. Like, if business go that's bad, law. just, just, just yeah, you know, yeah. that's yeah. law, for sure. Right. Business go bad, find a solution, stay in contact with that person. Tell them happy Thanksgiving or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, you don't you want your name. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, like, don't, you don't, don't be grudgeful in the industry because you never know, bro. Right. And everything is so fickle. Mm. Everything changes, bro. Everything changes. The same, the same music director may not be the same music director next year, mm. and you're trying to connect with another artist, or you're trying to play drums for this artist, or you're trying to do lights for this artist, or you're trying to do sound front of the house for this artist. And if you cuss this other artist out, and your name's connected to that manager, and they was like, nah, mm. like it's crazy, it's crazy, bro. Think about this, man. Think it's crazy. Like man. the dot, the the degrees, of, the degrees of separation are so. Asshole type, bro. I promise you. I didn't even notice. I saw some recently. Steve Stout started out as kid and play roadie. He said not even role manager. No, roadie. roadie, roadie. Uh-huh. Years later, who do we more know now? Steve, Steve Stout, Stout or kid and play? Right. No you know what I'm yeah, just bro, saying? The, the humble in between space is <laughs> yeah. real. The humble in between space is real, bro. Like for sure. But back to the question, I guess what's gonna keep me yeah. uh, most relevant and and really uh raising the bar for myself and my name and my brand um it's it's the only thing the only thing right now is missing the music and i know it's missing the music i put that record out i wrote that song uh with eric eric and keep people the name of the song name. yeah jay murphy uh featuring the game eric bellinger and problems called you playing yeah okay. um very good record man i i did i that was to really test the waters okay. like i didn't and i and and when i first put it out i didn't realize 
all it really took to press to like really push a record mm-hmm. especially right. in this in, well like streaming wasn't even lit back when it came right. out in 2014 right so like we can touch that in a second but streaming wasn't even lit but it was more so like like I like in hindsight I definitely should have did like a one off deal with like Atlantic or something mm-hmm. okay. you know what I'm saying like everybody like, go to Atlantic you know what I'm saying <laughs> I, I have great relationships with Atlantic okay. they're, they're so, super cool super mm-hmm. open to the, just the idea of Jay Murphy you know okay. what I'm saying so Dope. but um just learning how to really push a record, you know what I'm saying? Independently, if you gotta have a radio budget, if you got, you know, and but but me being a DJ and then me having my my network of DJs right. that I'm just cool with, not even knowing just music tip, right. like they wanted to see me win. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I know that niggas song, playing that, song, that shit organically. This song still plays on 939. My homegirl hit me like right before Thanksgiving and she thought I was in town right. and she was looking at my snap and she was like, oh my god, she was like, it was like it was somebody was playing on 939 and. They went from you playing in the same BPM, then they went to I Don't Fuck With You by Big Sean. Mm. Right. You know what I'm saying? And ironically, I was in Detroit, and I was <laughs> getting ready to do the Turkey Bowl with Jason Derulo. Mm. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, the, mu- the music is definitely the, the next step. The music, yeah. is, the music has been, is in the oven. I can just okay. say that. As so, an artist. So yeah, as, 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 a, as an artist, as, as a DJ, as a, um, as a producer, and as a songwriter. Okay. Before, yeah. before we, we let you go, and, and I want to ask you, since you're in L.A., what artists should we look out for that we might not know about over over here on the East Coast? Wow, AD. AD. AD got that song Compton. called Juice. I AD remember from I was Compton. playing that joint. Uh, so so AD's about to be coming. Oh, out. AD's AD's out of here. Okay. AD's out of here for sure. Uh-huh. Um, man, it's so many. What you call this drop the project? I like a lot, man. Ooh. You know I like the beat artists, man. Dom Kennedy and uh, Dom Kennedy. And Dom Hitboy. Kennedy's fucking on steroids. No, he, just dropped, he just dropped. What, what producer was that? He just dropped Hitboy. the project. Hit boy. That yeah. nigga sell out yeah. the fucking Staples Center in the blink of an eye. Like his fan base is fucking retarded. No, it's retarded. crazy. It's it's, crazy. it's retarded. We're like it's we've crazy. been knowing about him. It's so crazy. AD for sure. AD, 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 hands down. Okay. 80 hands down, bro. Okay. 80 definitely okay. has, has, has... Any new female artists on the West Coast? We don't, I don't know. Um, and you better not say Chanel, whatever that chick, Chanel what West, whatever her name is. Oh, no, I'm going to say Chanel West. <laughs> um, Candace Boyd. Candace, Candace Boyd. Candace Boyd. R- okay. R- R- R&B, R&B sing, okay. singer. Uh, used to be signed with Neo. She did a, uh, she had a record with French Montana called uh, Damn Good Time. Mm. And okay. she put out through Epic. Um, that's one of my close friends. She's, she's, she's fire. Okay. okay. She's fire. Cool. She's like the... Let's say like, ooh, how can I say? Mm, like, the the vocals of a Lil Mo, mm. but okay. like the lyrical attitude of a Keisha Cole. Mm. Mm. Nice. Like Keisha if, Cole if I could Cole. say if I could say that off the top, because when Keisha Cole hit, like she was talking that shit. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A li- and a little bit and a little bit of Monica, a little mm. bit okay. a little bit of sprinkle of Monica, like yeah. Okay. But she's uh she's from California for sure. She's hard. Okay. She's so hard. AD and Candace who? A boy. Candace boy. Boy. Yeah. Okay. Candace so, boy. So how can people get uh get in contact with giving you your social media? Social media is, is all the same. J A E Murphy M U R P H Y. Okay. You know okay. that's that's everything. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, okay. Instagram. And you respond to uh, DMs? Yeah, I do. Okay. Clearly, I have to. Okay. <laughs> you know, but um, word, word. but um, yeah, man, I'm um I'm closing out this year strong. I, I just was able to perform uh, my first NFL halftime show on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I saw that. Congratulations um, on that. That's that heavy. I didn't I didn't know how big it was until I got off the stage and I had like 300 text messages. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It was like, nigga, I just see you on TV. Like, right. whoa, I was choked on the turkey. Cut. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, um, that was a that was 126 million viewers. Mm. And the crazy thing is, I got so much camera time yeah, yeah I got and, and that was that that moment like 
all of the in between stages is just you know, cause cause it's like even though I'm working for Jason, I'm still working for Jay Murphy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Facts. And people don't understand it's like you gotta you gotta sacrifice a lot to gain everything you want. Facts. That's law. That's yeah. law. Yeah. You gotta sacrifice a lot to gain everything you want in that moment. Like I I, I like anybody that I felt ever doubted the longevity of Jay Murphy or you know was unsure or uncertain, just mm. know. I, I just DJ for 126 million people <laughs> on Thanksgiving. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, the Super Bowl viewership is 250 million. Yeah. Mm. So it ain't that far. And what I'm doing in July with Jason Derulo is the World Cup. Woo hoo! 2.5 billion viewers. World yeah. Cup shit's about World to be Cup. fucking bananas. Yeah. We're doing it. We're doing a final. We're doing a performance. Really? Finals for the World Cup. That's Ooh. crazy. Yeah. That's something I I can't say. We're we're definitely. Uh, he said I can't say. Yeah. I got this. It's gonna yeah, be in Moscow, Russia. Okay. You got a manager? Yeah. 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 So. You Thank still fucking, is that uh, scam, scam artists? Yeah. I, they, I, or they handle like bookings? They, yeah, they handle bookings. They, okay. They're more in the agency capacity. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so. But, um, yeah, man, so 2018, you will expect more music from me. Mm-hmm. Um, I may I may drop something on my birthday. I may drop something on my birthday. I'll I give it to y'all before it. Yeah. Know, I don't know. I did have one question. One, one question. This is a little different. So, because you said earlier, you, you I know your parents are proud of you. Yeah, but what did your did your father want you to follow him in in in, in the past nah. uh, ministry and nah. stuff like that or no? No, nah, he did, he okay he, the way I was raised. Did he want you to go get your doctorate and all yeah, that? Yeah, my dad actually still want me to go get my MBA. I still may do it. Okay, I all still right. I still I haven't okay. I haven't ruled that out. Um, the way I was raised, I was raised in a very uh, religious household. Okay, I don't I, like my parents went smacking the Bible across my face, but more so they 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 gave me the creative space to be who I wanted to be. And they know that, you know, they did their best as parents um, to raise a son that is aware of who he is in the eyes of God in, in, in the world. Mm. And and most parents, um, most, most I guess, religious parents, they, they may have a, a, a struggle with allowing their, their, their child to find God in their life for themselves. You can't force God on anybody. Right. You can't Rex. force any religion on anybody. Right. They, you gotta, that gotta be a moment uh, for yourself. And um, other, 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 uh, other people that you know are Christians. I'm a Christian, and like, it's just more so of really utilizing your platform to to inspire, influence, and you know glorify God in what you do. You know what I'm saying? This is what this is what I've chosen to do. And you know, people are saying, but why are you? Uh, people want to naysayers want to say, oh, you're in, in entertainment or you're in the devil's playground. It's just Man, so dark. It's so, it's so dark and evil. But it's just Whoa. like you know, light light can't just be in the light. It gotta be in the dark too, right? Mm, yeah. Facts. That's law. Yeah. Okay, that's law. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. you know, um, I just I just always spread love, man. Like like it's I I don't have evil no no ill will towards anybody. Regarding anything, I don't got time to to, hey. to 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 give that type of energy off. Exactly. I ain't gonna block my yeah. blessing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not about to like for what? Got you know, like shit. I'm I'm not saying I'm numb and I'm emotionless, but you know, like yeah, I get mad. Yeah, I may cuss. Like you know what I'm right. saying? But you know, I'm human. You know, but at the end of the day, you know, like like I'm I'm somebody that you know, if you're doing business with me or if you're around me or if you're working with me in some capacity, it's like. There's, there's nothing bad or harmful that that can be brought against the integrity that I bring to any situation. Mm. Cool, that's wrong. Makes that's sense. Wrong. You know what I'm saying? And that that just goes into not burning bridges and you know what I'm saying. Like it's a, and, and, and I'm, I'm be honest, bro. 
it takes time to build that humility. Yeah. Like I, I'm giving, we're we're talking the appraisals of uh, the pinnacles that I've been able to to uh, accomplish and the plateaus I've been able to surpass within five years of me graduating, five years of be, me being in LA. Mm-hmm. But it was not easy, bro. It was not easy. I still, I'm still dealing with bullshit. Yeah, of course. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm still dealing with politics. People looking at me like, nigga, you Jay Murphy. I'm like, nigga, I know, but it's an, it's another chessboard that you don't even see. Right, facts. <laughs> it's, a, it's, another, it's another Olympic-sized race that you don't even know I'm dealing with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I'll live another day. Hey, man, it's like Biggie said, more money, more problems. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm well, saying? Well, thank you for um, taking the time. To, uh, yeah, we appreciate, I appreciate you, man, it, man, for real. I appreciate yeah, it, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to my man Jay Murphy, man. This is That's Law Podcast. Your boy DJ Schemes and my co-host. Makuti Lee. We out. Courts adjourned.